This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their survived this rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the survive this system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay. I like, as you know, I've talked about this before. I like to start games in media array, in other words, in the middle of things. And it just makes it it makes it exciting. And the thing is, where do you put the middle? Uh, what I'm saying is you want to start them in the middle of something and you have stuff that happened already. It, it's, it's a little problematic. Um, that's why if you're going to start in media array, it should be something simple or, or near the beginning of the adventure. This is where the GM wants to have his adventures, you know, planned out. And, you know, in advance, you know, this is part of the prep, as far as I'm concerned. Now, you know, another thing is cutscenes. I mean, you can use cutscenes to cover up the beginning part, but I've never been comfortable with cutscenes, and I never could understand how to work them into the game. And I'm sure there's a way, but it's a little bit too, well, can we get on with it type things from the players. So what I what you would do is say you start them in the middle of a firefight or something like that. And I always like the old, see, this is why I was talking about cutscenes. I like the old how we got here type of beginning where you guys are, you know, shooting and playing and battling and all this other stuff. And usually the narrator would come on or somebody would reference it. How did we get here? And then you, and then they show you the events leading up to this thing. That's kind of hard because then you have to make sure that this thing happens one way or another. If they avoid the whole thing, well, what are you going to do? You know? And so it's kind of hard. So what I would do is plan out my, you know, prep my adventure, see where it's going A to Z. And once again, you plan it as if the player characters weren't there. This is what, this is what the, the protagonist is, this is what he wants to do. Okay. He wants to do something from A to Z. If it hurt, you know, if everything goes right, it's accomplished. 
I mean, he'll have other problems too, I'm sure, along the way. But this is what's going to happen if the player characters were not involved. So you look at that, you look at that skeleton, that arc, and go, okay, where can I put the players? Usually somewhere in the middle of the, usually somewhere in the middle of the first act works. I mean, if you want to break into a three act structure, somewhere in the rising action area where, where it's just, it's just a preliminary fight. Let me put it that way. And, you know, there's going to, it takes a little bit of prep on the part of the players too. Once you get to the table, you say, okay, guys, and I'm assuming this is a first time group, made all your characters. Okay, guys, how we got to get connections to these characters. How did they, why are they doing what they're doing right now? Because I really don't, I get tired of you meeting in a tavern, you see a guy at the bar, you beckon him over, do you want to play, or you see some guy in the corner with a hood uh, offering you adventure, blah, 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 blah. That's why I like starting the middle of things. Because what I would, I, I could do, what you could do is say, okay, guys, look, you made your characters, what's the relationship between you, all of you? Are you relatives? Are you friends? Did you work together? Did you fight together in the last war? Something like that, you know? And you let the players tell you the connections. Then you can start the firefight. You know, this is all like session zero stuff or session half, of, as I like to call them, because I do run a little. And I can say, okay, so you're you, you're you, you, you. But basically, you all know each other, you know? And so... Then I would, okay, we're going to start the game. Roll for initiative. What? Yeah, roll for initiative. You guys are here. There's bad guys over here shooting at you or attacking you or whatever. You have to defend yourself. Go. And that gets the game off to a cracking start. So you've got to be able to, to place that where you think it should go. And like I said, near the beginning of the story, basically, it can happen after they've already decided to do this and all this other stuff. Because I can, as a GM, I can say, you guys have been in town. I can I can pretty much like narrate up to that point if I want to. Like now some players don't like that, but you just gotta say, okay, can you, you know, bear with me for a minute. You know, trust me. And then you get it in in the, you know, you you start the ship. There's start the game. So that still gives them I mean, they're in the middle of a firefight. They got to deal with that. But after they deal with that, then they can, then the the story itself can proceed, and their actions can proceed. They still have, you know, they still have agency. They still can do what they want. It's just that here's a thing that we have to settle right now. Then we can sit out, and then we can step back, take a breath, and think about what we're doing. That's the whole key, right there. You know. Settle the problem, then deal deal with the rest of it. So that's the way I like to start games. And like I said, pick where you're going to start it and then start it there. So that's my suggestion. I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. And for single donations, I have a Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, 
or you can drop it off at the uh, PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Anyway, let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much. For other good podcasts, there is Dan Griggs, the Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest podcast, Big John Allen Larges the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Kankar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs> <laughs>